Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal This is Pete Altieri of the Murder Metal Mayhem podcast, and I have the privilege of doing this interview with the brutal death thrash band from the UK, Flayed Disciple. I recently got a promo copy of their new EP, and it blew me away. I'm really stoked to be doing this interview with you guys. So how is the weather over there in the UK? (laughs) Is it raining? Does it rain all the time there? Is that true? Pretty much, most of the time. It's just it's just cold and windy and shit at the moment. Not cold, windy and rainy and shit. So that's funny. I did an interview with a Danish band, and they said it's like rainy and shitty there, like all through the winter, just them miserable. So pretty much on the same plane as. That's kind of what I was. I looked at the map. I'm like, all right, yeah, it's probably similar. That's cool. Yeah, it sucks most of the time. Very cool. Well, for our listeners and some of our viewers watching this on YouTube, why don't you go around the horn? We'll start with you, Phil. Just let our listeners know who you are and what you do in the band. Yeah, cool. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm Phil and I play drums um, and do all the the lyrics and um, most of the artwork. Oh, um, cool. Not all of the digital stuff. but Wow. Um, yeah. That's awesome. All the creative stuff. <laughs> all in house isn't it very cool what about you back there thurston uh, uh i'm thurston obviously and uh i play lead guitar and uh i write a lot of the songs a lot of the riffs and that uh, i kind of uh, <coughs> that's kind of my deal with it okay cool cool i think i caught you in an sod shirt in one of those videos is that true yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always look at the shirts the bands wear. I'm like, nice. That's cool. Very cool. <laughs> and last but not yeah. least. Yeah, so I'm John. I, I, I play guitar in the band. Excellent. And I've been dealing with you, John, a messenger. So thanks for setting yeah. this up with me. That worked out really yeah, good. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I got a imperative PR sent me that press release, and I was like, holy shit. I mean, I definitely... Definitely dug it. We've got, you know, three of us doing Murder Metal Mayhem. And uh, the other two guys are more into the death grind stuff. Um, I'm more of a thrash death metal guy. So I thought you guys fit, you know, nicely in my wheelhouse. So I definitely wanted to get a hold of you. So I appreciate you guys doing this with me. That's really, really cool. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for having us. You bet. You bet. Now, the new EP, Hell in Living Flesh, love that title. Um, It's one heck of a nasty piece of work. And who wants to talk about the writing and recording process of how that all went down? Well, I mean, uh, when it comes to the writing process... You can come up with the riffs, you know what I mean? And we take it into the studio. And uh, a lot of my stuff is like old death metal thrash influence, I suppose. But as soon as you bring it into the studio, uh, studio with all the boys, then all the other influences come in. Like Phil's a lot into his extreme grind, like you're on about. You know, so that's where uh, 
I think all the art influences together kind of um, brings out something good in the music. You see what That's I mean? cool. You know, like a, so you guys recorded in a sort. studio or did you do it yourself or how did you do it? Yeah, well, we did it properly. So we did it in a studio. So just um, it's a local studio, the one we've been jamming in for the last 10 years. Um, oh, cool. But they've got a good setup. And, um, yeah, they just did it all for us in there. Sounds it took a while, amazing, it man. Quality is really top shelf, really good stuff. Yeah, awesome job. Yeah, it's one of the guys who um, there's a basically a band that own the, the, the studio and rehearsal room. And it was one of their guys that just turned around and said that he'd be up for producing it and doing all the engineering. And yeah, he's absolutely smashed it. We can, couldn't have asked for better, really. No. So we always we write, we write everything in a rehearsal room anyway. So we literally just left all our stuff in our rehearsal room, basically mic'd it up and recorded. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's then that helps it's, too, because you're comfortable in there. You know, that's where you jam. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So that's it's like really a second cool. home to us all, really. We right. recorded our first. We recorded our first ever EP there. Oh. So okay. it was kind of cool going back. You know, like ten years later and doing yeah, doing something else. It's all crazy. modernized <laughs> now. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes out on April 22nd on Bethlehem Records. And uh, where is that label based? And, and how did you guys get linked up with them? Oh, okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all. So that's you guys then. Yeah. All right. Well, Very we've cool. been, uh, we've, over the old stuff, we've gone with more underground labels. We never really get what we wanted out of it. So we thought we don't want anyone to. We like doing it all DIY now, everything. So yeah, that's the way to go, stuff. man. You know, I mean, you might it's not, not easy these days. you know, I, the way I look at it is, you know, yeah, you, you may not be able to get as many breaks as you might if you were signed to like Metal Blade or Nuclear Blast, Yeah, maybe. but you mm -hmm. have full control over it. You're not at the mercy of somebody telling you, you got to go on tour, you know, in June and you've got family stuff going on, you know, it's just, uh. Yeah, it's hard to do exactly. with life happening, so so I think the that's way it. You guys we never are doing wanted it. to go chasing labels. We didn't want to be, you know, just chasing to try and get on a decent label for this, that, and the other. We'd rather just release ourselves and do what we want. Good for control, you. Like you say. Yeah, I'm yeah. an author, and I do write horror and stuff like that, and I've kind of got the same attitude as I'd rather self-publish and be my own boss than yeah, to yeah. try to find somebody that might be willing to take it on and then. I got to lose control over it. I got to change this, change that. So I'm with you 100%. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All right, uh, Phil, I see that you are back in the band. You were the original drummer. So how did that all come to pass that you came back to to the band? Yeah, so um, when I left originally, it was because I was doing a tattoo apprenticeship. Um, well, that's what I do for my, my main job is I'm a tattoo artist. And, oh, okay. Um, I had to I had to make a, a decision and actually you know try and make some money in life as we know death metal doesn't really pay the bills <laughs> right yeah. Um, so yeah I went on to do my apprenticeship and then um, I was obviously working really hard at that and I had a few other things going on and these guys got um, Rich in the bands who's an epic drummer and he, he took over for I think one EP one EP only one EP yeah to go for one EP couple um, of tours couple of tours and stuff like that and then. I got to a point in my life where life freed up a little bit um, and I was absolutely dying to drum again. And uh, they they needed a drummer and I just said, well, fuck it, I'm, I'm 
free again. I'm back. Back I'll, in the I'll, band. I'll, I'll, I'll the come band back is back want. together. That's cool, man. That's... Yeah, so, yeah, so it just said it's just slowed right back in, and then we started writing, and then got shut down for two fucking years with COVID. Oh my god, I'm so glad I <laughs> yeah, wasn't playing uh, through that because that would have sucked. I I can't imagine what that yeah. had to be like as a young, you know, or a you know a, a an independent band doing their own thing, you know. So it took us it took us over two years to get this recording done. Wow, yeah, you know, just be, just because of the time delays and people people's schedules and then obviously people get ill and have to like quarantine and right uh, just uh, yeah you know everyone's got their horror stories about it i think it's you know it's fucked up every single band that's it, it been has. around during it so it has now how are um, things in in england right now with covid is it all kind of back to normal again there's a or? mad there's a mad wave isn't there there's, i think it's still everywhere and it seems to be everybody that we know has got it but they don't really talk about it as much anymore it's kind right. of gone off the radar a bit yeah, I think yeah, the Ukraine situation is, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing here. I mean, it became the shiny object for a couple of years, but then there's a new shiny object and the news tends to focus yeah. on that. So now it's the that's war exactly in Ukraine, yeah. you know, which, which that's is horrible, you know, it's absolutely horrible. Yeah, but, terrible. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's nice to see bands touring again and you know stuff happening it's it seems like things are somewhat yeah, getting back to normal again that's cool now um i see that you have a new singer uh in the band which is merv and uh how did you guys find him because definitely i liked your your stuff you recorded before but i also like this stuff so it's a cool change but how did that all come about Uh, well, Tim, our first vocalist, um, he was absolutely epic, but he unfortunately started suffering with problems with his hearing and problems with his throat. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. As I'm, you know, and it's, it was one of those things he just, no matter what he did, he couldn't couldn't make anything work for him. And it got to a point where he was, you know, halfway through one song and it would oh be hurting him so much he just couldn't carry yeah, on. Yeah, it was too much. Oh, so, wow. Um, we we parted ways with Tim like I would like with you know in, like no bad blood whatsoever like you know Tim's absolutely awesome and he's you know Good. But he just just couldn't do it anymore um, right. and uh, so I suggested I was in a, a band with Merv uh, a few years back called Burning Skies from Bristol um, and Merv was our singer then and is he he's just his talent's absolutely insane like he's so like diverse with his voice and everything. And um, and we wanted to get someone who could, because Tim was great with the gutturals, you know, he's like, you know, right. Chris Barnes style, like nasty guttural vocals, but right. he'd never, he didn't really have a mid range. And because we're a bit thrashy, we kind of wanted someone with a bit of mid range to him as well. Mm-hmm. And um, Merv, because Merv does a lot of punk and hardcore vocals as well. And I knew how aggressive his voice sounds. I just said, well, let's give Merv a shot. Right. And um, he came in, he came in pretty much on the fly on the recording. You know, he had the lyrics basically on the day. Pretty much. Yeah, he wow. came in to record the vocals and we handed him the lyrics and he just absolutely fucking nailed it. You know? wow. so, That's awesome. He's, um, yeah, he's, he is, Merv absolutely lives for it. It's all he does. And he's probably done vocals for, uh, well, I don't know, like 50 bands at, so, at this point. It's crazy. <laughs> It has like hip hop and R and B and metal and punk and like wow. everything. Wow. Yeah. So he's um yeah he's just awesome. 
Yeah, I really like the vocals uh, big time. I'm, I like I said, I'm more of a thrash death guy, so I like a little bit of the gutturals, but not exclusively. So it's like perfect, you know. Yeah. As long as it's angry all the time, we like. Horrible. Very angry, yeah. That's well with a yeah, band yeah. named Flayed Disciple. I mean, anything but angry just would not work, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> no clean singing. No, not at all. Uh, now, any touring plans coming up for you guys? Now that things are somewhat getting back to normal again. No. Not so much, no. No, nothing's nothing's come up. We've been offered a couple of things here and there, but it's just not quite been exciting enough for us to, um, you know, to jump at it. Back when we did our first album, we would jump at, at anything, but now we're a bit more selective, I think, over what we would like to do. Right. And we're older, we've got families and jobs, so it's a bit more... It makes uh, it hard, yeah. man. You it know does. It yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It does, yeah. Where in England are you guys located? And Taunton. Southwest. Um, yeah, Southwest. Southwest, okay. All right, very yeah, cool. Yeah, small little town of farmers. Yeah, farmer town, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I am here. I'm from New York City originally, so I moved to the middle of the Midwest in the United States in 1990 right. around cornfields, and I was like, what in the hell is going on? So I'm, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm in the sticks now, but I'm from the Bronx, so definitely a, a far cry from, from yeah, where yeah. I'm from. Now, I always ask bands this because I have learned about so many killer bands from asking this question, but are there any bands you guys are listening to that our listeners might not know about? Any cool local bands or anything that you guys might have, the little morsel of stuff to pass on to the metalheads that are listening? Um, I mean, there's a few good like grind bands and metal bands and stuff like that. Is um a merciless precision still going? Uh, no, <laughs> probably not. Um, but yeah, like it, it the scene moves fast, doesn't it? You know, a lot of these bands that we toured with back when we did our last recording and everything, you know, like a lot of them aren't around anymore. And, right. uh, there's some, a good local one, Separation. Yeah, Separation were absolutely crushing. We did like three dates in the UK with Separation. Them, um, pretty much right at the end. Yeah. Of, yeah, okay. the end of me being in the band, they were brutal. Um, yeah, I don't know, really. It's... What popped up on my Spotify the other day when we were listening and getting drunk was a, a band called Lowest Creature. They were pretty cool, weren't they? You know? Oh, yeah, I love them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lowest, in Sweden lowest or maybe creature. Norway, somewhere like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. going to give you Just guys a pop up on Spotify. I'm going to pass a couple to you guys. I told you about schizophrenia. Those guys are badass, yeah. but another yeah. good one from Australia In Malice's Wake. They are death thrash in Malice's, in Malice's Wake. Absolutely brutal. And in that band, the guitar player does their art too. So kind of like with you, Phil, right. uh, he's okay. doing a lot of that. So they are also a DIY type of band, but they are fantastic. Awesome. Um, really, really dig those guys. So I think you might like them based on some yeah, of the cool. stuff that Check you've said. Yeah, yeah, in Malice's Wake. As far as... As far as UK bands, I mean the one UK band that's just blown me away, like with their last with their last album anyway, was um, Infant Annihilator. Oh, okay, I've heard, heard of them. Oh, yeah. They uh, like their last album was. I mean, they're they're a studio only band. They don't play live because it would pretty much be impossible, you know. Right. <laughs> but um, but 
just as a piece of music, their last album was the funniest video he's ever made. So, yeah, oh. um, I, I definitely, definitely recommend their last album. I think it was called The Battle of Yalbadoff or something. It sounded like a really black metal sounding album name, but right. it's just as a piece of metal music, it is absolutely wicked. It's oh, class. okay. Fuck yeah. I'll check that out for sure. Very cool. All right. Um, what uh, I always like to ask bands a kind of a fun question. And I come up with this one for you guys. So I'll each a- ask one of you or each one of you one at a time. So, Phil, we'll start with you. If you had to choose one of the following people to get trampled in a flayed disciple mosh pit, would it be Machine Gun Kelly, David Draymond, or any member of Nickelback? What would it be, Phil? I would say for being a complete dickhead and always being in the news recently, I'd say get MGK out of the way, probably. I'm with you on that, man. I'm sick of that son of a bitch. I fucking hate the guy. Yeah, he's the piece of shit. He's just a, like, (laughs) he's just a, he's just fucking, like, pure poser totally garbage totally he's like like reaching for straws trying to do metal i mean come on i mean yeah it's ridiculous yeah that's it yeah i'd like that guy to get trampled disemboweled and spread across okay very cool thurston what about you are you in agreement there you want to pick one of the other two well, I, I, we were talking about this the other night, and uh, we, we were looking at your questions, and I, I just saw all of them. <laughs> all of them, all right. Like, I'm yeah, with I, you. I don't really, Definitely all I of them. I don't want any of them to survive. <laughs> we're all about, like, in our, in our lyrics, we always go over the top with, like, body counts, and we always say, like, millions destroyed and billions burned and shit. So, yeah, we'll just say fuck it to all I'll of fuck them. fuck all yeah, of them. All that's right. how we feel. All but right. The majority of people. All right. I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the uh, metal scene like over there in the UK? I know COVID, but outside of COVID, I mean, yeah, we're a bit detached from it really. Cause we haven't, you know, we haven't been playing live for quite a while and we were a little bit out of touch with it. So it'd be a bit harsh to say anything, but I mean, from the outside, it's, I don't know. It doesn't look... Not like it used to be. No. So where is the metal most likely to happen? In London? Or, I mean, I don't know a lot about England and the different cities, but, I mean, is there yeah, a certain... Yeah, we were just... We were talking about it before the sh- before we came on with you, really. Like, because, obviously, you, you, you heard about Brexit and all that stuff. Right. That happened. Right. Yeah, so we, like, we got taken out of the EU. Um, and it's just caused absolute mayhem here with everything and like really? visa troubles and all that kind of shit. And wow. we've noticed that loads of bands who used to play, you know, people used to do like five or six stops around like all the major places in the UK. So it'd be like Plymouth, Bristol, London, Manchester, Birmingham, you know, or something like that. Whereas now most bands, like I noticed on Aborted's last tour, I always used to go and watch Aborted, like every, every tour. Right. And they did one show, like one show in the UK last time. Oh wow! You know? So and it's I don't know. It, it seems like we've we just get avoided. I think. Yeah, we get avoided time. now because it's a it's a pain in the ass. You know, yeah, like I could they, see that. Yeah, it's um, it's chopped us away from chopped us away from most of the the world. You know, so it's That's yeah. So uh, so from the outside, it doesn't look too good. Yeah, I saw Onslaught came over here to the U.S. and did a big uh, fest out in California, I think it was. So 
That's cool. I yeah, dig those nice. guys. Those guys are badass. Is that the ones that Chuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The guy Our friend Chuck in Bristol. EP he, uh, has a lot to do with recording on score. Actually. That's cool. Uh, yeah. I did an interview at Nige uh, back about uh, right when that new album came out. That was a couple years ago, maybe not quite that, but. But yeah, super nice guy, and yeah, I really dig those guys. It's old school band. Yeah, they're cool sure. bands. Um, yeah, any proper in- old school flash band. Any influences that you guys have that might surprise us? I mean, like Britney Spears or anything like that that might surprise <laughs> us here at Murder <laughs> Metal Man. Any of that. None of that? Um, so. Probably not. There's nothing that's unsurprising, I wouldn't no, say. I think like... Pretty we, standard we stuff. Yeah, we try and chuck all of our influences in. Like, like Ferson said, I listen to probably a bit more of the more like extreme stuff, like you know the real fast death metal stuff, like Nile and Origin and stuff, and all the black right. metal and all of that. But then, yeah, we all listen to Megadeth and Judas Priest and all the old school guys, and yeah, that's where a lot of the sort of groovy stuff comes sure. from, solos and sure. stuff. And um, so yeah, it's yeah fairly standard. Really, we were laughing about that question because we were literally just going to say no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like no original influences, just all the usual. Slayer, oh, yeah. Cannibal Corpse, yeah, all, like, the, all a the lot usual. of influences. Yeah, all yeah. punk, you know, even like some classic rock. A lot of anything that's good, it all, it all goes in. Right. <laughs> you know? We even like to chuck in little miniature slams every now and then, like Devourment or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just a little. Like a bit of slam death metal in there as well, and then yeah. there's loads of punk stuff. Like we, like first and I used to listen to loads of like Pennywise and you know all the old speed punk bands from back in the day. So right. that all gets chucked in. That's yeah. cool. It all comes out in our music, I think. That's cool. I I happened to start playing bass in the mid '80s, so it was the perfect time. You know, Slayer, Metallica, all that stuff was brand new. And like you guys, I mean, I grew up with you know Maiden, Priest, Ozzy, Sabbath, all that. But then I started getting into heavier stuff, and I went and saw Metallica yeah. on the Ride the Lightning tour when Cliff was still in the band, and I got to see him at like an arm's length away, and it blew my ass away, and that's what got me into the heavier stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I, I love to get the younger bands. When I do interviews with younger bands and give them shit, about some of the stuff I've seen in concert, you know, like Maiden on Peace of Mind was my first metal show ever. So uh, very, very oh, influential. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> so the fact that I'm old and decrepit does have some advantages, you know. <laughs> it's nice chucking that in people's faces every now and then. They're like being able to say, oh, like, I went to see my first Cannibal Corpse show over 20 years ago. Right. You know, so exactly. So, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy thinking about it, really. I don't feel like it was over 20 years ago. But I know. It, it I interviewed a young was, band, so, yeah. and he was saying his first concert was uh, one of the Cannibal Corps. I think it was Kill. And uh, I was like, oh, the band I played in toured with them on that, or played a show on that tour with them, you know? And it's like, man, I feel older than dirt, you know? <sighs> that this kid was like in <laughs> junior high school, you know? And here I was, a an adult playing this show, you know? Just, yeah, it's just sometimes you, it's amazing when you see the age gap. But I think the thing that's cool with metal is that the older guys can pass on, you know, to the younger guys what, uh, you know, things that they've seen or heard. And I think it's just what, that's what makes the metal community. I think so awesome. Yeah, definitely. Man. Yeah. Now, if sure. you, I mean, I've been, 
If you guys had to pick one major band to open for, any band that you'd want, what what would it be, Phil? What about you? I'll ask you first. What do you think? Band to open for? Yeah, any band. Um, I reckon I'd have to say Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse? I'd have to because they're the the, the first band I ever listened to that was extreme. I yeah. had um, Hammer Smash Face. You know, they did the live uh, live cannibalism back mm-hmm. in like '99 or something. Yeah, um, and it was the the live version of that with George Fisher doing the vocals. And um, I just remember it was just I remember listening and thinking that's live. Yeah, that's the most brutal thing I've right. ever heard, and it's recorded live. And then I went on to find like you know all of the the fast stuff like Slayer and. Yeah, all the other death metal and black metal. And so they kind of started me off on extreme music. So I'd have to say Cannibal Corpse. That's cool. They were real nice when we played a show with them. Real friendly. Very nice to play with. They weren't They would all. come across as being nice chaps. Yeah, yeah, they're really I cool. Spoke to them, I spoke to them at the, the first gig I went to. I spoke to George, like only like really quick. Um, but they were really nice. They were just hanging around at the back of the electric ballroom in Camden, just talking to everyone. That's awesome. Yeah, they were class. I say I talked to them, I probably stood there like a 16-year-old going, hi. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Thurston? What about you for a band that you'd want to open for? Um, I I might just say something like Exodus or something, just because I've been following them a lot. Well, a lot of Gary Holt stuff. You know, he's he's everywhere at the minute. It's amazing. I I, I I think I follow him on Instagram and that, and he's a great guitar player. He seems really cool. Yeah. He's got Uh, a wicked tone. His tone oh, is mate, just yeah. brutal. Mental, yeah. yeah, yeah, the down yeah, picking you know, stuff. He knows his equipment, doesn't he? He makes it sound awesome, doesn't he? You know, so yeah, uh, yeah. I'd like to jam with them. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I got to interview Exodus him and sick. Paul Bostoff when they were in it. When he was in Exodus, I got to interview them on the Shovel Headed Kill Machine tour up in Kill Chicago, and it was, they oh, yeah, were real nice, nice yeah. real, real friendly guys. And then, uh, what yeah, about you, John? Really yeah, what about you, John? Probably, probably Slayer. I reckon Slayer, Slayer would be yeah. a, a great, an obvious choice, but a fucking great band to work with. Hard to argue with sure. that. Love some Slayer. It is. Yeah, yeah they're so good. Get a standard good. when it comes to thrash. Right, yeah. right. You know it would be a big show, at least, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah it'd be it's a huge a decent one, show either right? way. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised one of you didn't say Machine Gun Kelly, you know? Well, <laughs> only if we could watch him get trampled in our pit there you go there you go yeah, now, <laughs> i saw a video for war master that one of your fans did holy shit that is one brutal video what was the how did that come about did he just send that to you and say check it out or do you know him or what yeah, he did a um, he did a video for we've known him for years um, he's one of our friends from bristol um, but he did a video for a band that myself and Merv, our singer, did. Um, well, Merv's still doing it, but we did a band called Priest Crippler, um, okay. which is just all-out grindcore. It was like 13 songs and eight minutes long. Right. So, you know, pure grindcore. And, um, yeah, it's called Stone Cold Steve Irwin, if you want to check it oh, out. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but he did, a, he did a video for one of the songs off of that, um, and he used all the footage from the movie The Raid, you ever seen The Raid? Uh-uh. It's a, like a Korean movie, and they go up through a skyscraper, and he just gets there, gets to the top by fucking everyone up, basically. 
Um, and he took all of the cool scenes out of that and made this mad video for us. So when it came time to do one for Warmaster, it was like, well, let's get Dan to do loads of crazy shit from Rambo and Terminator oh, yeah. and yeah, all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah he, and he did it. It's, it's amazing. I've watched it, I don't know how many times already. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. One of the guys that does the show with me uh, does Goremonger. It's a one-man grindcore band, but he's been doing that for quite a few years. But Goremonger, oh, Goremonger. Check, I'll have to check, that check out, it yeah. out. Yeah, he's he's pretty sick. That's cool. Yeah, I was wondering about that. That's just a really good, uh, really good video. Now, Phil, I hear you're a true crime fan, and uh, we were talking before we started this. We're going to be doing the the episode that this interview will be featured in is the week we do Joanne Dennehy, a very very brutal case. But uh, what uh, what do you remember yeah. about that uh, psychotic bitch? Uh, <laughs> stabbing people yeah, on the I mean, street like, with a friggin' Bowie knife. I mean, wow. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. I mean, like, what? As soon as you said the the name of like to John, what I got was that image of her holding that fucking crazy knife that looks like it's from Conan or something right, like that. Right. Um. You know, and like, you know, I think she was like licking the knife or doing something yeah, like that. Yeah. And um, I, the reason I remembered it is she got given the the whole life tariff which only like, a couple of other women yeah. have ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's in some fucking evil company as well. Right. Um, right. But yeah, it's, I, um, I remember she like killed a few and stabbed, stabbed a few more like random people walking their dogs and right. stuff like that. But I remember the, one of the, the, the weird thing I remember from it, I might, I might be getting this mixed up with a different thing, but um, one of the people she killed, I think she like dressed him up in a dress. Before, yeah, like, it was her. Body. That it, was her. It was her landlord. She was having an affair with him and he was letting her stay in one of his rent, you know, his apartments for free. Um, and she was having sex with him. And so she wanted to embarrass him. Um, so she killed him and put right. a dress on him. And uh, of course, you yeah. know, that's not a, you know, as bad, as bad as it would be to have your loved one, you know, butchered and thrown on the side of the road. But then to do that, I mean, that's just, really really bad yeah and i remember, I remember the guy them. stretch the real tall guy that helped her like the they were like the yeah, odd yeah. couple he's like seven foot tall and he's helping yeah, her it was almost it was like a reverse like um moira hinley and yeah um you know that because obviously in that moira hinley was kind of subservient to brady right ian brady prophecy. That's right, Ian Brady, yeah. yeah. She was kind of subservient to Brady, but this was kind of the other way around, wasn't it? He was like the last yeah. drove her Oh, yeah, he was and, obsessed with her. Um, He'd do anything for her. But, yeah, she was the driving force behind it. But he's the one that drove the car when she stabbed the two guys walking their dog that day. Back one ref to the other, like 15 minutes later. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Just yeah, horrible. I remember it, yeah. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, she was ap- yeah, absolutely great. So that'll be an all-UK episode uh, when you guys are on. So that'll be cool. I have to come up with a couple of good yeah, uh, nice. bands to play with you guys on the uh, bumper music we play between the segments. Uh, what about social media? You guys mentioned, one of you mentioned Instagram. I know you're on Facebook, but any other ways that uh, people listening can get a hold of you guys? That's that's pretty much it. We're, new, it, we're yeah. new to Instagram. We've only had it maybe a, a few months, a couple of months. It wasn't really yeah, I something that we got into, but we have done recently. 
That's cool. But because Facebook's become a little bit kind of, you know, people seem a bit fed up with Facebook, so we're trying to move away. Right. Um, that's but that's smart. the main way to see what we're doing. Yeah, we're always going to put shit on Facebook and, and spread it about, and you can contact us through there and whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, if you're listening, I'll link to that uh, Facebook page on our uh, in the episode description if you're interested to check these guys out. I'll provide a yeah, link yeah. to that so people can uh, do that. And then you guys have a band camp too, don't you? Oh, yeah, we have a band camp. Yeah, that's where we're going to release the... Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at your T-shirts because I was going to get a T-shirt. I don't know what band camp is, but... Uh, oh, yeah, we're getting them in. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, yeah. We yeah. That's all on band camp, yeah. So, all right, um, well, I'll link to yeah, that too. We're going to put the album all the... Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, well, that's why I always push it. That's why I want to buy a shirt myself, just because I like to support it. You know, so I don't want a free one. I want to, I want to pay for it because that's what helps you guys, you know, keep it going. So yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. Of course, we'll send some goodies anyway. That's Thank cool. You. No problem. Anything you guys want to add to uh, to our discussion? I know we talked about a lot of different things, but. Uh, Anything you want to add just, to it? Just, yeah, thanks for having us on. And if you're out there and you're like savage fucking death metal and thrash, and give us a listen. Hell Check yeah. It out. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate you guys coming on with me here for Murder Metal Mayhem. We appreciate it. Definitely love the tunes. And I want to close this one out with, a, with my favorite track on the album, I Am Leviathan, just absolute brutality from start to finish so our listeners can check you guys out so that's how we'll leave this we'll turn them loose on that track and a brand new album and when does it come out again uh, april the 22nd friday april, april the 22nd april 22nd so when you're hearing this the album will be already out so go to that episode description buy the merch support these guys and until then guys horns high from the u.s man Cheers. Thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks, thank you. Thanks, man.
Man.